I was once asked a question. It's an interesting question to think about. That is, you know that uh, when a child starts his life, so he's born into a situation where he has a whole family around him. Parents, grandparents, brothers and sisters, uncles and aunts. It's a matter of what is a whole, so to speak, he's part of a much bigger system. And from that starting point, as a person gets older, so he gets the age where he loses his grandparents, then he gets the age where he loses his parents, and it's like a, if you're going to say it in simple words, it's a bit of a sad system that all the, so to speak, people that a person was born into and grew up with and was close to, Eventually, he's left on his own. He, he, he loses them. Now, it's not really a question why is the world created that way, because altogether the idea that people die was the result of other generations' fate. But because a person can ask the question, like, why is it set up like that? So really, we could... Uh, someone asked this question years ago. So, I'll talk about the question. And that is, what's the reason why the Matthias of, so to speak, human interaction, relationships with other people, is so important that Africa, out of all the different living species in the world, you don't find anyone else that has the same kind of system of interaction with family, with other people, like people do. And uh, it comes from a point of weakness. It comes from a point that, as opposed to animals who can look after themselves, feed themselves, take care of themselves, defend themselves, when pretty much as soon as they're born, or if not, within a few weeks. So a, a person is completely helpless for many, many years until he's considered independent, able to take care of himself, look after himself, fend for himself. So it is built into the system that a person has to interact and rely on and be close to other people. You wouldn't survive without it. Why? Why is it so important? So there's a general question here, but I want to go through the, the principle first because it's going to be Nagea a lot to the next topic I want to introduce into Chinuch, which I heard from Revolver is the one of the most important topics in Chinuch. And in the middle of the the Israel is like this. The principle is like this. One of the most important functions, goals in our life is learning how to relate to Hashem. The combination of Mitzvah Saseh, the Ramban says, is to come to Avas Hashem. The Yisrael of Mitzvah Saseh says, to come to Yerushalayim. We talk about Dveikus. One of the, and it's not just a side point, it's a, a primary objective a person is meant to come to in life because that's Adam Abba. And therefore, one of the goals, which is something even which we can say the mitzvahs bring to, is the level of our connection to Hashem, our relationship with Hashem. And how is a person meant to learn how to relate to Hashem? 
It's not to do your sight. It's from learning to relate to other people. It's from learning to relate to other people. It's because you have parents, so then you learn how to relate to your parents. And then in Mela, when you come to Avinu of Arachamon, then it's given you the, the template, it's given you the system. How do you relate to your parents? By extension, you know how to relate to Hashem. And the same thing, because in order for you to understand how Hashem relates to us, so Hashem gives you the opportunity to become a parent. Because then, and just like you know what it means to feel for your children, by extension, you now understand the principle Hashem feels for us. And therefore, the point of human interaction, whether it's parents to children, children to parents, brothers to sisters, sisters to brothers, husband to wife, whatever it's going to be, is be'etzim a field of education. It's a way to learn how, how relationships work, because at the end of the day, a person is meant to use that koyach in fine-tuning, in defining the way you relate to Hashem. It's Yisrael God. And yes, it would happen that the way that we have today in the world, in the post-fate world of Adam that people die. But the reason you have them is use them as the, use them to learn how to relate to them in whatever capacity they are, because it's a valuable tool. It's a valuable learning experience in how to relate to Hashem. A person who never knew what it means to relate to a parent would never be able to understand what it means to rely on a Kaddish Baruch like like a little child relies on his parents and his mother. Good, use it. That's the that's the learning you have. That's the so to speak that the way to get experience to practice more to put into practice how to relate to someone to another person is be'etzim going to be the way you're going to learn from that by extension of the letter Kodesh Baruch and that's what the Gemara says. The Gemara says, if a person is mechavid his parents, then Kodesh Baruch they're going to mechavid me also. My learning, I love it, they're going to mechavid me also. He's learned what it means covered. But if a person is not mechavid his parents, so he doesn't have that starting point, then she's the one mechavid me either. Okay, and therefore, this is a, a true point in understanding why human beings are so much more dependent on other people. It forces them to relate to other people. As opposed to an animal which can be born or can be hatched or whatever it's going to be and then exists on its own, the, the system in human, in between human beings forces there to be that interaction because it's a valuable learning ground which you can't overlook. And now, that was my introduction. Why is this Nagar Techinuch? And why is this not just Nagar Techinuch, but it's an extremely important principle which we're going to use again and again in Techinuch? What do you do about. Uh... Okay. So, therefore, the extremely important point in Chinn, which I want to talk about tonight, is before you come to try and find your child, you first have to define your relationship with him as, your, as a father. You first have to define the way you relate to him as a father, because then that becomes the mahalach through which you can mechanach somebody. So, let me explain what I mean, or maybe I should say better, let me explain what I mean not first, right? Because... Only after that we can work about how to effectively mechanic somebody. I want to start. I'm going to start like this. And there are two different mitzvahs in the Torah. Benagir, a person to his parents. The one mitzvah is the mitzvah of kabir zavicha v'simecho, and the other mitzvah is the mitzvah of ish ivmo v'aviv tiro. 
So it's one mitzvah of keyboard, it's one mitzvah of Mera. And as you'll notice, that the mitzvah of keyboard, it puts the father first. Kabbalah of Vichov is By the mitzvah of Mera, it puts the mother first. Ish imoy v'aviv tirol. And the Gemara Kudus already points this out. Why is it the difference? Why he has to put the father first? Why he has to put the mother first? So the Gemara says like this. That a person naturally would mechabed their mother more. And therefore the Torah is to emphasize more kibbutz for the father. Kabbalah of Vichov first because naturally person mechabed his mother. And therefore you have to tell him your father also. And when it comes to Moira, a person naturally would have more Moira for his father. And therefore, the Torah has to balance it, has to say, Ish imoy v'aviv tiro. It puts the mother first. Why is it like that? What's the cover which a person feel more naturally for their mother? And uh, the Moira, the person feel more naturally for the father. So, if we look at the mitzvah of kibbutz, and we look at the mitzvah of Moira, the difference between them is the mitzvah of kibbutz is better than the mitzvah saseh. What do we have to do? Feed your parents, to give them to drink, to dress them if they need that, to take them places wherever they need, to do for them. To do for them. The din of Moira is Even the Torah says in the of Tiro, but all the, all the examples the Gemara gives, don't argue with him, don't contradict him, don't stand in his place, don't take his position, don't, it's all negative. Where this team is coming from? What's the Sherish? And why the Torah Mechaib? So, the first Nechayev of Kibbutz Avayim is the Karasatov. Besides for the fact that you are in the world because, because of your parents. But there's another Nechayev, the Karasatov. How much they did for you. How much they did for you. And if a person doesn't realize that until he has his own children, and then he starts huffing backwards like how much he owes his parents. And Nechayev is the Karasatov. And therefore anything that you can do for your parents isn't enough for what they did for you. So anything which is in the category of positively, what, what you can do for them, you mechuyev. You mechuyev as HaKar Satov. They have done more for you. That's one mechayev. What's the mechayev of Myra? Why do you have to be afraid of your parents? What do they do to you already? So on that Gemara, where it says a person naturally fears his father more, Rashi explains. That's an important point. Rashi says, Shalim Betera. Why does a child naturally have more yira for his father? Because he teaches him Torah. And here we see the two roles of parent place. Mitzad Echod, he's meant to be there to provide for his child, to look after him, to help him, to give him everything he needs when he can't help himself. And the response to that is kibbutz. When, when a child's old enough to understand a little bit maybe of how much his parents invested in them and how much they owe, so to speak, to their parents, so it's mechaiv me to do anything I could for you because I owe it to you. That's the mechaiv of kibbutz. Naturally, who does a child think helped him more? Naturally, his mother. When it comes to practically, who looked after him, who worked up in the natural, who took care of him, who fed him, who clothed him, who dressed him, who washed him. Naturally, a person thinks their mother was much more involved, so to speak, in the amount of chesed that was done for them. And therefore, naturally, a person would turn to mechabed their mother more. That's what Torah says, chabed savichah. Your father did as much. A little child maybe doesn't realize that as much because he's more closely connected to the mother, but the master, there's an equal chibu to the father. So that's the one role of parent plays. To look after, to guide, to help, to take care of their child. The second chibu of parent plays is the master. They have to bring them up as the next star of Yidin. 
the Maisa, we have a tradition, we have a Messiah, we have a, we have to, Mechanich, we have to impart that message to the next thought. And to do that, to do that, there has to be a certain sense of, of year. And I mean year in the sense of fear, punishment. We're not talking about that kind of year. Year in the sense of, I would say the word respect, but it's, you're going to mix it up with kibbutz. So let's say year in the sense of importance. The importance I give to somebody, and that's why I'm going to look up to them for direction. I'm going to look up to them to show me what to do. And therefore, anything which comes to putting the father in a place where I show that reverence, I show that the way I'm looking up to them, don't sit in his place, don't argue with him, don't contradict him, don't agree with him, don't, don't take the things which are his, so to speak, makes for that, set, that, that the framework that I'm willing to be macabre from him. And then naturally, right, in that sense of looking up to a parent, naturally the child looks up to the father more. He's more the one who gives, the, gives direction, who, who sets the tone, who explains what needs to be done. And then the Torah says, Ish that, that, That's part of the mother's job also. So now really have to, so therefore, what have we seen so far? Just from the narrative of this Gemara, before we, now we're going to expand on it. And that is, before we come to individual things, how to mechanich a child, the important thing is the parent has to fit the role of the mechanich. Fit the role of the mechanich. Your child has to look up to you as somebody who's going to fit the role of what a parent's meant to do. And remember, it's not one role, it's two roles. It's not one role, it's two roles. The first one is the role of somebody that, that they feel they have to mechabit. Someone they feel that they owe to. Someone they feel is looking after them. That they feel grateful to and they feel that they mechiv to pay back. They feel like Karazatot. Number one. Number two. Someone they feel that they can respect. They can look up to and they can follow. And this applies both to fathers and to mothers. The Torah balanced it. The Torah said, you, you naturally think kibbut applies more to the mother, it applies to the father too. You naturally think gira applies more to the ma- father, it applies to the mother just as much. Yeah? So, really we should split what we're going to say next into two halakim. How to go to the mother, how to go to the father. But, uh, for obvious reasons, we're going to talk about the fathers first. That's what's going to get to everyone around the table here tonight. Okay. But what I want to get to with this. And that is the point I started with. The father has to fill the role for the child that Be'etzim, we look the way we see Hashem filling the role to us. That's the way your child's eventually going to learn to relate to Hashem. Right? What's the stepping stone? That he's going to learn to talk about Hashem as Lavinu. Is you his father. So you're going to have to fill the role in the child that from there he's going to learn how Hashem relates to us. And therefore, and therefore, let's start backwards. How do we look at Hashem relating to us? And that is going to, so to speak, make the role model of what a father is meant to be. <coughs> and when a father is fulfilling that job that the father is meant to have, and he's doing what the father is meant to do, then he's in the position to be mechanech. But if the father isn't first in the role of the father, of what he's meant to be as a father, then it's, very, it's, it's not going to go easily for him to be mechanech. As we're going to see for each case differently, we'll explain. But it's not, it's not easy to fit the role when you aren't doing what the father is meant to be. So number one, when we talk about Kodesh Baruch Avinu, the first thing we talk about always is Avinu Rachamim. Avinu Ava Rachamon. I'm a Rachamon in it. Avinu is always synonymous with Rachamim. That he cares for us. That he's worried about us. That we turn to him because we know he's willing to listen to us and willing to help us. That's the Aleph Raboyseh. We always say in the Tefillah Vahadu. Right? Why do we start Shemun Esrei with Baruchas of Shevach? The, the, the setup of davening is Shevach and then Bakosha. We learn from Moshe Benu, and therefore the first few brachas from Nesra Shevach is praise. Well, we have to flatter Hashem to listen to us. We have to praise Him. What for? 
And the Yisrael is not. It's not for Hashem. It's for us. We have to explain why we're approaching Him in Tefillah. We have to lay down the reason we're coming to talk to Hashem. Because if I'm going to ask somebody for something, I need three factors. I need three factors from them. Or there's no point asking them. And that's why the three brachas of Shavah, the first brachas of Shemun are explaining why we miss Padah. So let's go one at a time. The first brachas of Shemun Ha'ashtray is Pashat Avinu. We're talking to Hashem because you care about us. If someone's not interested in you, then it's not worth asking to help you because why should I? I don't care about you. Right? Uh, every Mishraf makes this mistake. You, know, you want a, a list of all the Gvirim, of all the people who can help you. It's very nice, but why, why should I? Yes, I have the money. But why should I give it to you? Why, why, why would I care about you? Why, why, why is it interesting what you do? The other place I'm asking some, somebody for something is, you want to help me. You care about me. And therefore, the first point of the answer is, you go in the because you want to help and to support you and look after me. So the first step in approaching somebody, approaching your father, is the fact that he's interested in you. He wants to help you. That's the other place. Whenever you refer to Hashem as Avinu, that context of Avinu is because you want to help us. You want to help us. A father wants to help his child. A father is there to do what, it needs, what, the, what the child needs him for. That's the other place of the role. And therefore, again, the first point for anybody, if you want to make yourself in the position of a father, is that not just you know for yourself, your child has to know also that you want to help them. That you want to help them, that you're there to help them. And I can't, I, I can't say this enough times. I can't understand it enough. The first reason why, parents, why children don't accept from their parents is because they feel that the parent isn't trying to help them. The parent had his agenda, the parent had what he wanted to do, he wanted to make me do what he, was good for him, not what was good for me, whatever, or any other variation of that argument, however you want to say it. Right? And then it, it destroys, like I said, the position of a father. I'm going back to what I said before. Even Ba'as, the relationship with But the starting point always is, Hashem wants it to tell you no. Hashem wants what's good for us. He needs the mitzvahs. He cares about the mitzvahs. No. Right? If you do this, you do that. Hashem is doing it for us. is everything He did, including the whole Briyas and including how everything happens, is all for you. It's not because Hashem is going to gain from it. It's all for you. It's everything is the Torah. From the starting point of the Briya, and that is that Hakadosh Baruch created the Tahit of the Adam, until the running of the Briya, until the, the fact that Hashem is prepared to listen to you every time you daven. The understanding always is it's the gamri for you. We never think for a second that we, we, Hashem had a vested interest in what He wants us to do, and that for essence it's bad for us, but we're doing it for Him. That goes against the whole basic point of Hashem doesn't need it. The whole thing, the whole bria, the whole Torah, everything He did for us is for us. It's for us. That's the first point of a father. What you're doing is with your your motivation, your interest is what's good for your child. What age does that start? Before the child's born. Before the child's I'm, not, born. I'm not saying it's a joke. I'm not saying it's a joke. Even before the child's born. Because you have to work it in yourself. 100%. If, uh, even before the child's born. Sorry, Benny, you're too late. <laughs> Benny. <laughs> even before the child's born, right, you have to work it into yourself that my, my attitude is I want to do what's good for him. There's a certain natural avar Hashem creates from parents and children that a, a parent is, is pushed to do what's good for his child, even if it's not comfortable for him, even if it's not what's good for him. A person will extend themselves for their child. When the baby cries and that, they have to get out of bed to look after him. So I'm not doing it for me. Right? But it's a, that's a natural 
instinct Hashem puts in a person, it's true. Oh, it's true. But a person has to develop that. That, my, that the way I look at my, what I'm, the, the, my interaction is what's good for the child. Well, that's, all, that's what I'm interested in. That's what I'm trying to focus on. It should be clear one, one second. Not only that, but that's not enough that I feel like that. It has to be clear to my child also. That he feels that I'm interested in him. He feels I'm interested in him and therefore he's willing to come to me. He's willing to ask me. He's willing to, to, to open up to me and tell me what he needs because he can trust. I'm trying to help him. That's, that, that's the, the first step. And again, imagine what things would look like if we didn't have tefillah. The whole base of tefillah is, Hashem, you're coming to ask you for everything because the hanach is you want to help us. You want to help us. You're interested in hearing what's wrong and you want to, you, 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 you're there for us. You want to help us. Okay, the point. If a child starts to feel that the decisions being made that the parents make for him isn't for him and it's not what's good for him and he feels that it's, uh, my parents aren't interested in what's good for me, they're doing what's good for them or they're, they're using me for something then we've lost the, the first one of the, I'm talking about that, one of the fundamental points that a father needs to be in order, for his, in order to be behind his child. If, if a child's going to turn on the parents and say, you don't care about me, you're doing this for you, then forget about it, but you're going to it's all for you. The Hanukkah first has to be, I'm trying to help you. I'm doing everything I can to be the best father I can for you. And to, to do what I really think is the right thing for you. <laughs> now, that makes Bakaras a tough. Because if, as the Gemara says, I'm going to put another Gemara. The Gemara says, what's the difference between Narech Tov and Narech Laitov? The Gemara says, Narech Tov says, Kol Mash Amr Asabala Bayis Lazar Bishvili. Have a bearish is it for you? So, if that's the if that's the way you look at it, if that's the way you look at it, then you feel like Arsa Tov. That somebody did for me, so I feel bad in the reach He says, "What are you talking about? He did it for himself." Whatever, how are you going to explain why he did it for himself? Yes. Then Mimela, that passes me from feeling any sense of responsibility. I don't know. You did it for you. So what am I saying? Says the Chayyadim. This is an interesting adoption of Chayyadim. He says there are people who say that we don't owe anything to our parents. Because they're for themselves. They want to have kids. What the? Either they have something for me. <laughs> they want to have kids. They're for themselves. He says the Chayyadim in this He says, We scharshun, we shtatkun, we zavrun. We should go deaf and go blind and go and listen to the talk. Why? So he says, because if, they, if they, that's, where they, that's the, the mindset, then they're going to say something about Hashem. But Hashem did me a tova. He wants the people in the world. I him a tova by being here. So that is you. You can die. It's uh, that's the a person thinks, and that's the first point. That's wrong of the child, obviously, to feel like that. But the important point is that the parent can't give the child that hargasha. That akilo, you know, you're, it's good. I, I wanted to have kids that help us in the house, or someone to work for me, or someone slaves. like slaves, whatever it's going to be. That's exactly the wrong point. But the, the, the first request you want to give as a father is, like I said, I'm coming to help. I'm coming to do for you. I'm coming to look after you. I'm coming to do the best I can to help you. That's the first Harkosha which a father has to have. That's the way I miss to my child. And the second thing, which is the carry on from this, which we're going to explain practically in this week, next week, question how to do, is how to get your child to feel that that, that he feels that you're there to help him. That's number one. Number two. The second thing we said about Kodesh Baruch Hu is the second Baruch Hu the second level of Shevach. The second level of Shevach is Hagibor. Hagibor. What's Hagibor? 
that there's nothing Hashem can't do. There's nothing, nothing Hashem can't do. And that's the second point. If I'm coming to ask somebody for something, it could be he really wants to help me. But what can I do? I can't. Right? Let's say I'm going to start a, I'm going to start a yeshiva. So I go to my best friend and say, listen, I'm starting a yeshiva. I need, to, I need a building. <laughs> I, I really want to help you, but I don't have the money. What can I do? Or whatever other problem it is, someone needs a refer there. So you guys are I'm sick. I need a refer. What can we do? We can't. The second thing to ask somebody is you talk to somebody who can help you. Who can help you. And that's the second time you say, HaKadosh Baruch the reason we're diving to you. Number one, you want to help us. Number two, you can. You have all the power in the world. There's no one stopping you. If you want to help us, you can. Now, that's the second dimension of Father. Is you look up to him for protection. You look up to him for protection. To, 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 be, to, to take care of you, to protect you from being hurt, from being harmed, whatever it's going to be. Because a child who's weak and defenseless looks up to his father as strong. Someone who can help him, someone who can take care of him, someone who can solve any problem you might have. Reliance. Basically, the first point is the fact that I feel that you, that you care for me. The second point is I can rely on you. You're going to look after me. And then again, like I said last time, for a child where it's a big scary world, he doesn't know anything and he can't take care of himself, he needs to feel that way to his parents. Dovre Mech says about the Bitafan, and we brought the Bible before. He said he was, he relied on Hashem like a baby relies on his mother. Because who else is he going to rely on? He, can't, he has nothing for himself. Now, it's true that in this way, a, person is not, a, a human father isn't Hashem. And a human father doesn't have unlimited kach. And it's not like Hashem who can do everything when he has all the power in the world. A human father doesn't. There are other things he can't do. It's not up to him to, to cause healing. It's not up to him to protect from every possible eventuality. He can't. He's a, he's a person. But as much as a child, right, a child is able to rely on his parents. But if I have a problem, my parents are going to help me. Right. Again, like I said, within the limitations of what human beings can do. Not everything in the world we can take care of. We aren't, we aren't the Bairolam and we can't change nature and we can't do miracles. Right? And sometimes, yes, we also have the mercy of other people, of events, or, or whatever, is, whatever else assumes decide to happen in the world. But, as much as, as, as Shaya, a child has to be able to run his parents. If they're going to help him, they're going to take care of him. If he has a problem, he knows who to turn to because as much as they can, they're going to show, we, we're going to do our best to look after you. We're going to do our best to protect you. That's the second Nukuda, uh, which is after the fact that I want to help you, that I'm going to protect you. I'm going to do the best I can to be the one that you can rely on, so to speak. And again, it's instinctive. You even see animals that they, they, they guard the way to protect their young. It's an instinct which is created in the world of a parent to a child, and it's the second important point. It's the second important point that a child needs to learn. That, I'm not, that even if I'm defenseless, I can learn to rely on someone or something else to look after me. Okay, so that's the second. Uh, How do we see the first? Uh, the that's the second position you want to fill as a father. Now, the third one. The third one is when you say the third brach explanation. <coughs> this needs a bit more explanation. So the third brach is very short. What do we say? Ata kodesh for kodesh. What's the yisodim? What's the idea? So let's say like this. When it comes to the hakdama of what we're asking for in Tvila, the Shabbat, the third what we call Naira, 
The first was like Adam, a giver, and the third was Hanar. As we learned from Moshe Rabbeinu, he used those three expressions. The idea is that our Kodesh Baruch is above everything else. Our Kodesh Baruch is above everything else, and therefore, what he decides to do, nothing, and no, there's no, there's no higher authority. There's no one can interfere. And Hashem, that's the highest. <coughs> it's not exactly the same as Giba, which we said before, that Hashem has the ability to do whatever He wants. But here, the word is even in the spiritual dimension. Nothing can prevent it. That He's above everything else. When He decides, that's what happens. And when the once, when the once a year on Shani and Kippur, when we expand on the third bracha, that's exactly the point we say. You're above everything. You're higher than everything. You're above. That's the third level. That's the third shavach we say before we start to ask what we need. Now again, how does this translate? How does this translate into the human experience? How does this translate into the way that a child relates to their father? It's very simple. A child is meant to look up to their father. The child meant to look up to their father. It's someone above them. It's all they look up to. This is also going to be the, 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 the step which brings us to the next idea, which is that the father is there to, child, to instruct him, to teach him, to lead him, whatever it is. There has to be a certain hisyachsus that the child looks up to the father. Now, what am I trying to say? In what way? In what way? It meant to be in a positive way. If the child is scared of the father, because he's scared of punishment, that's not good looking after him. When we say, I talk Kodesh, Kodesh, we're not kind of saying, because Hashem, you can punish us. That's, nothing, that's exactly the wrong message. Right? It's a, it's, we're talking about something else. I look after somebody, I, I look, again, I'm using the word respect, but it means I consider them above me. I consider them above me. There's meant to be a natural sense of I consider someone higher than me, above me, whatever it is, and therefore, if, 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 I, therefore, if I have that level of covered, that level of reverence for somebody so you may put them in a position where I'm naturally going to take their advice listen to them ask them questions whatever it is because I respect them just like if you consider somebody to be a much more senior time from somebody who's at a much higher level so naturally they're not going to punish me they're not coming to, the Godel doesn't have a police force he's not going to give me any oinish but I look up to him because I respect him for what he is and that puts him in a position where he can I'll ask him my questions I'll ask him for advice I want to listen to what he says to me because I respect him. And that's the same idea of Atta Kodesh. It's not punishment. It's not, we, we look up to Hashem because we consider him a bad. Even the Kodeshim is the Malachim, Malachim, Malachim. Whatever there is, you're a bad. We look up to you as the ultimate. Now, once again, that's talking about a Kodesh Baruch. Not every human father is like that. <coughs> but there has to be a certain Hisiachsus that the child looks up to his father. I consider him someone, this child looks at the father as someone who's going to advise me, guide me, lead me, I'm going to ask him advice, I'm going to listen to him, I'm going to respect what he has to say to me. Again, not because otherwise I'm going to get punished. That destroys it. Nothing destroys respect more than punishment. Nothing destroys respect more than punishment. If I'm afraid of somebody, I don't look up to him. On the contrary, let's explain the, the, the psychology. If I'm afraid of somebody, I do my best to get away from them. Right. If any opportunity to avoid them, I will, because I'm scared what's going to happen if I'm with them. If I respect somebody, I look for every opportunity to be near them, because I want to learn, I want to get to know what to do. Right, and it's the same thing. Covid chachamim is I want to learn from the chachamim. I don't want to run away from them. Right, and the contrary, covid is because I respect somebody, I want to hear his advice, I want to hear his opinion. I'm coming to ask him what to do. Right, if it's something I'm afraid of, then I keep far, I, I, the, the maximum distance I can. And therefore.
This is another question here, which has to be again in the mindset of the father beforehand, but then how to impart this to his child. And the second you said is that contrary, I'm saying contrary to today's public psychology, and that is you're meant to be a child's friend. You're meant to be friends with your child. You lose any sense of ability to guide me like that. If I bring myself down, if my child considers me his equal, then I've lost my ability to be a parent. That's all we meant to do. Yes, you meant to be there that your child knows you're always there to help them. You meant to be there that your child always knows you can turn to you for because he needs protection, like we said before. You meant to be there to offer advice for him on his level, but it's in the capacity of a father, not the capacity of a friend. Right? And that's the third point which makes up the three levels of COVID. COVID is number one, I'm here I'm, you, you know I'm always here to help you. I always do what's in your best interest. Number one. Number two, I'll do the best I can to look after you can feel safe with me. And number three, right, that I, I, I can, uh, being as I'm older than you, more experienced than you, whatever it is, I can give you direction, I can give you advice, right? You, you can feel comfortable to come and tell me your problems or ask me your questions because I'm here to, 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 to help you with whatever, not, not in the practical sense, I'm here to guide you, I'm here to help you grow. And those, that, that, those are three important points. But I don't, uh, the, the, when the people say that they, your, your child should be your friend, I think they're missing the point. It's not that particularly you, you, you equals. You can not, we, we relate as friends would relate. No, well, it's true your child should feel close to you. It's true your, your child should want, to be, should want the, time, the ability to come and talk to you and discuss with you and ask you, but as the capacity of a sedech arav, not knerech achavah. He's coming to ask me as someone who can help him, not someone who is on the same level. Now, the, the first point, therefore, put yourself in the role of a father, is for yourself, even before you get to the child, for yourself. A Bob used to say, when people asked him, uh, where did you start working in Chinuch? He said, I'm still 18 or 19. Uh, he said, what, the kid has to be that old? He said, no, you. When you're 18, then you can start thinking about your kid's Chinuch. And uh, he said, he's right. What's that void here we'll still talk about? That's a different point, how to work on, on yourself, at least the mindset that we're talking about tonight. The mindset of, how do I look at my children? In, in, in this sense, firstly, let's be honest with ourselves, is my mindset, I want to do what's best for him. I want to do what's best for him. My focus is what's good for him, not what's good for me. And it's the same. We're all going to be there, we all want to be over the Hashem, so it's good for me, my child is over the Hashem, it's good for him too. Good, so then it's the same thing. But if there's going to be a Bakun where it's the Mahalik, how we get is slightly different. Right? If I'm a seventh generation, generation brisker, but I think for my son, it's not exactly the right mahalik. So can I think? It's not. I want to do what's best for him. That's the first thing. But the mindset of a father is to be what's good for the child. That's the first thing we know from a The second thing is that the, the mindset has to be, the second point of a person's mindset has to be, I want to protect him. And again, I'm saying this la fuke, that there's a psychology in the world that, no, oh, that kid's fight their own battle. It's good for him. And I'm not going to get involved. Let him take care of himself. It'll make him stronger. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, I don't know. But one thing you've lost is the fact that he has a father to rely on. If your child comes from crying that someone's beating him up, or whatever the case is, and you say, oh, take care of your own battles, kid, I'm not helping you, helping you. Right? Whether he will or he won't, I don't know. It depends on the circumstances, maybe. But you've lost the ability to be someone that your child rely on. Right? The second Dakota, just like we, we want for ourselves, we want to rely on a Kodesh Baruch. Right? You want to train your child to be able to rely on somebody who's, who's who he can, when he has a problem, there's someone who can help him. 
Like I said before, we can't help everything. We aren't Hashem. But at least for what's shy for a father to do, you can rely on me. I will do my best to protect you. you that no one will hurt you, that you're safe. You're safe. Third thing. The third thing. And that is that it has to come across in a way that you're, you're available for your child to ask advice, to give direction. He's not scared to come talk to you. He's not he's not afraid what's going to happen to him if whatever the case might be. We call respect. We call respect. That there's a, there's a, from his point of view, from his point of view, he wants to, he, he wants the, he wants the care of it. He wants the connection. He wants the direction. He wants to ask. He wants you to, to lead him. Like I said, with all these three things, naturally, the mother is normally closer to the child than the father is. The three things we call covered. Naturally. The child grows up with his mother around much more to be there physically for him. The baby, his first sense of protection is in his mother's arms. So naturally, he feels that more that she's there protecting him. And the ability to up, to be honest, to open up and say what's really I'm feeling, what really I'm worried about, what really happened, and, what, that to, and to ask for... To <coughs> advice, direction, help, in that way. Also, naturally, a child is closer to their mother than their father in most cases. It doesn't have to be like that. It's just the Matthias. A younger child naturally is, has that kind of relationship with the mother more than the father, but it has to develop to the father too. As the child gets older, so then he realizes that his father is also there always to look after him, not as physically as the mother is, but the Matthias, as the father can. The father is also there to protect him, the father can. The father is also there to advise him and direct him and everything else. This is what it means to talk about Teresi Mecha. Like even as a famous pastor. Shon Teresi, right? Abed's Musa Ravicha. Teresi Mecha. Teresi Mecha is exactly that. Is when a child wants to ask, what should I do? Right? Who am I going to go to for advice? So if the starting point is that fell naturally closer to the mother, then that's a Teresi Mecha. That's when I'm going to go and ask for teaching. I'm going to ask for hero, for instruction. What do I do? If a parent puts himself in that position, that that's the focus, that's where they, they, they're trying to, so to speak, work with developing their child, oh, so then they're in the role of a father. This is the first half. The second half, we have to talk about the role of Yira, of Moira. We said reverence, that's something else, that's under Torah. But then the code is like this. We spoke about the Yisoyedus and Chinuch. Yisoyedus and Chinuch. We're discussing tonight is the Yisoyedus of the Mechanach. In order to be able to direct, in order to be able to give advice, in order to be able to to lead somebody and if necessary to train them if necessary to tell someone it's not so good to give them muscle whatever it's going to be right the person has to be in that position because if you're not right for any of the three reasons right if number one the child thinks that you're using him it's not that you're doing what's good for you not what's good for him or he feels you don't care about him or he feels you aren't in a position to tell him what to do because he knows better than you then you're not going to be able to, you're not going to be effective as a mechanic bichla. Why should he listen to you? I'm, I'm doing what's good for me, just like you're doing what's good for you. Or you don't care about me, so you're not telling me this because you care about me, you don't. Or, why do you think you're better than I do? So why, why should I take your advice? If any of those reasons, then yes, you've lost the bond. You've lost the position of the father, then it's pretty ineffectual after that. If, for, for a child from a couple, I know what you're telling me is for my business. Number one, I know you care about me. And that's why you're telling it to me. And number three, I respect you because you know more than me and that's why it's, it's worth my listening to you. You're coming from a position where you know, you know more than I know. Then you're in a position to be a mechanic. And just to finish what we started with, 
That's before you mechanic anything else. Before you actually use it practically to guide him, direct him, lead him, train him, whatever it's going to be, you've done something even more valuable than that. You've taught him how to relate to Hashem. Because the person is in that position of, I know, I know how to consider somebody else looking out for me. I don't feel that the whole world's out to get me. I know that, that uh, to rely on someone else, look after me, take care of me, lead me, is the tools he's going to need to relate to Hashem. That the human father becomes the the chinuch lesson you're providing is that the human father is the way, the experience he has as a father is going to teach him how to relate to Avinu Avinu He's going to be able to, from that experience, c- convey it to his relationship with Hashem and relate to Hashem as a father.